Hello friends and welcome to Virtual Strangers 29. I'm your host Wes, with me as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, let me tell you sir, I am in a splendid mood today. I am giddy almost. How are you? Uh, good, good. Same reason you are. Uh, I'm, I'm Asgard's wrathing it up and uh, very uh, pleased with everything that I've uh, played so far. Well, you, you said it there. You guessed it, brother. I am fresh out of my first ever play session in Asgard's wrath. And uh, what can I say? I could, I'm here to echo pretty much the unanimous sentiment of the vr world save a few people who tried to play it on revive um, not the case here of course i played on the trusty uh, oculus rift s and uh man what can i say i'm blown away i i basically just played through the uh the first part uh you know the part that everybody and their brother made a video of mm -hmm. i didn't <laughs> because of that reason um but yeah man absolutely blown away beautiful game a appears to have so much depth in terms of uh gameplay and uh this is a uh this is a triple a flat game level of quality would you agree roots oh yeah absolutely and uh i think it's interesting like um what you said about uh it playing so awesome like i had it super sampled at 1.5 everything was turned up the top and it was butter smooth and um and then i'm hearing everybody else that was trying to play it that weren't on uh on oculus and i mean of course you know i always hear from people oh, i'll just use revive well that's great you know i i know i'm like main fan like if i owned an index i would have a rift s right next to it because I'm not doing with the, the the revive jank, dude. Like it just to me, man. It it's this game is so good on the Rift S. Like, I why would I want to settle for having to do a bunch of in that in it, uh, you know, changes and 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 I don't know. It's just a pain in the ass. But dude, you could have speakers that don't touch your ears come on bro there's 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 good reasons you know there's good reasons for sure to uh to play with the index but uh, in my opinion i i would just rather play it on what it's designed for and and that's one of the reasons why you know oculus is oculus and uh you know and i just prefer to have a headset at least of one of theirs that i can play it on so yeah yeah so i get in and i start playing this game and uh, obviously the first thing that smacks you in the face is the same thing that uh that smacked everybody in the face and that is the, the beautiful level of production in this game the the graphics and sound are near immaculate so as i'm playing through the first few minutes of this game i'm going through my head here and trying to think have i ever seen another game like this that looks not not so much as far as gameplay but just something that looks and sounds this good in vr and there are others there are other really good looking games in vr but as i got thinking about it all of those games have something in common and it is that 
they're they're very small confined areas that the game isn't a very big world that you're in and they're very seldom uh are there more than two or three moving characters at a time on on the screen this is probably the first time that I, it isn't the first time that i've seen something that looks this you know detailed but it is the first time that i've been in this detailed of a world that's fully animated and this immense am i off base here no no and just even as you go further you know they're looking at the world map and how much you can go to and each one each world has you know i don't even know how many areas you have it's just so and then you get to that area and it's huge right um now nah, i've never played anything on this scope uh visually um audio or even uh, gameplay i mean it brings it all together and it's truly is the uh in my opinion the triple a title that we all thought it was going to be or we're hoping really and uh you know i guess um as i play more i'll be able to uh to tell more whether it's uh it truly is what i expected but yeah that's a that's an important thing to note here is we need to have a little bit of restraint here we're all still high from the uh from the initial shock value of being in this new level uh of uh of proficiency in, in vr game making but uh so we probably should take a step back play through the game a little bit more give it a week give it two weeks give it a month and then come back and give our final verdict as to where this game ranks all time amongst the great VR games that we already have. But uh, if my initial impressions uh, are correct, it's going to be pretty high up there. Um, you know, as I was thinking through these these games in my head, games that have this level of detail and, and beautiful graphics, uh, there was one that stuck out of my head that actually did have a lot of moving characters on the screen at once like literally 20 and 30 of them at once and literally this clear and this good looking and uh that game was marvel powers united vr if uh it, it dawned on me how, how ironically hilarious that it is that we really have that game which everyone kind of universally crapped on us included we really have that game to think to thank for laying the groundwork that this game was built upon it right yeah 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 i would agree i didn't even really think of that um i was just watching this and i'm i'm a little disappointed in in just one aspect of my particular gameplay because I, I had assumed that i had seen it wrong or imagined it wrong but this person that did this let's play actually fist bumped that shark he got to fucking fist bump it i got to the shark and it made me do a high five now the turtle i got to fist bump but i really wanted to fist bump that shark and um so i'm gonna go back in i'm gonna fist bump him at some point i don't know why that's such a um a high priority for me but uh um it's funny for some reason people in the discord uh um didn't like the fist bump i know you jumped on that that bandwagon you just didn't you know did you i change started the bandwagon <laughs> i started that movement buddy they're they are all the bandwagon jumpers mm -hmm. but uh you can go back into our early episodes and that was pretty much my only criticism of this game is i don't want shark dudes and i don't want a fist bump 
But let me tell you, by the time I got done with my play session today, I was so giddy and happy that I wanted to fist bump that thing just because <laughs> I was pumped. What do you think? Do you see you, your thoughts on Sharky are, are better? See, he's Sharky to me, and uh, and I I've really grown a a bond with him. He's he's my favorite companion so far. Now, granted, I've only unlocked two, um, but uh, like I don't even know what else is out there. That's what's cool. Is like I I've, I'm very limited in what I've 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 kept myself in a little box. So I think there might be a hawk guy or something. I think I remember seeing somebody grab a hawk and turn it in. But other than that, like, I don't know what the hell. There's several other uh, companions, so I don't know what else to expect. But um, this game uh, gets better and better each time. Now, you didn't get to experience um, what I'm about to talk about uh, yet, but there's some harder battles that Alex and I were talking about where uh, you have to get these, fight these guys to open these chests. And I, there's, like, some special move or something and I still don't know how I killed it, and um, I'm stuck on the next chest, and I need to figure out what I'm doing because uh, um, I want to move on. But yeah, it's the the game the the fighting on this is not easy, correct? I mean, it's actually I mean you've done the easy part of it, but it's pretty pretty hard. Uh, that that sounds great to me because I, I like a challenge, and, and you know from what I'm hearing, the initial reports on this game is that they nailed the melee combat and that's really that's a new page for vr because up until now melee is something that has been imperfect at best so uh i look forward to getting deeper into this game i had to make myself quit like so i could come and do the show uh it really when, when i think about the prospects uh, of doing the show this next week it kind of disappoints me because I just, I don't want to do anything but play this game right now. It's so good. And it's, it has got me hooked at least thus far. Maybe my tune will change after a few more hours in it. But, uh, this is, uh, this seems like it's going to be the, the measuring stick for VR going forward, at least for another month until Stormlands comes out. Yeah. Well, the good news is, uh, Stormlands is, completely different type of um game it'll give us another triple a game but it'll be a shooter so uh it really will be completely different and it's spaced out enough to where um we'll be hungry again for uh, a new game you know of this level so yeah yeah you're right the asgard's wrath very much the gatekeeper the harbinger for the uh the new era in vr and that's that's going to be something that we we talk about in a little bit more detail tomorrow on the Monday show. Is uh, is VR today as compared to just a year ago? How much different things are now from a hardware and a software perspective? And it's been different for a while from the perspective of hardware. And now we're starting to see the software catch up. And uh, man, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of excited to talk about the uh, the topic because. You know, we forget about the leaps in technology and uh, games and stuff. And, you know, PlayStation 1 didn't stay at PlayStation 1. Uh, you know, I mean, everything progresses. And I think we just made a big jump. And uh, um, I'm not looking back. I'm going forward. So. What do you think about the uh, the puzzle, you know, the environmental puzzle solving in this game and the way you had to manipulate your uh, animal companions to unlock new ways. Well, let me ask you this first. Um, 
there's a lot of stuff going on outside the crypts on this island here. Uh, did you just go straight into the crypts, or did you hang around outside like I did and, and and solve some of this stuff first before you actually called up to Loki and went on with the quest? Uh, I think I just went straight in, and then I've been dealing with it as I have to when I get back out. What's kind of cool about, like you said, the the companions and the environmental puzzles is once you've got all your companions, I can imagine you're going to be swapping them out all the time. You know, you come across, you know, something for Sharky to jump onto and, you know, eat somebody's feet or whatever he does. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, you know, I don't know the turtle. I don't know if, if there's anything else besides block and fire, but I mean, there's, you know, there's got, there's just so many different things that, uh, you can do. So, um, with the companions, I'm kind of psyched about that. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool, man, because this is what we wanted. You know, it, it's a, it's a hard comparison to make. I know because there's such a difference graphically, but there are a lot of similar elements gameplay wise between the beginning of this game and journey of the gods. But this, mm. it was done right here and totally botched on the, on, on their part. Now I'm not saying that that's a bad game. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed journey of the gods, but, uh, in the places that that game lacked depth and seemed unfinished, this takes it, to a thousand percent you know and uh it it seemed it reminded me of journey of of the gods a couple of times uh while i was playing it because there are similar mechanics in the puzzle solving in the god mode uh, but it's just so much more fleshed out here uh and i can't wait to play with it some more i feel like journey of the gods when it came out this is what we wanted right we we wanted something like this and it was like, uh, you know, and, and everybody said, ah, it's good for what it is. And, and I just didn't enjoy it that much. Uh, I couldn't get past just a lot of things, but, um, it was good, but it's not anything like this. Like, I mean, how many spots do you think this one area has? And this is just one gl spot, one globe, right? On that whole big map. So, I mean, I just can't imagine by the end of the game, if you go through that map and you go and look at each one, there's probably just shitloads of uh, places you've explored. And um, the only thing I think that could have made this game better would be um, multiplayer. But man, the fighting on this, man, I turned around a corner and I had these two, all of a sudden these two guys were running at me throwing axes and shit. I'm like, holy crap. Like, I just feel like the, the fighting on this is just next level. Yeah, did you know that there there is there are some there there are, there of course we all know there there isn't direct multiplayer on this, but there is kind of a, a an indirect multiplayer feature, and the way it works is um, when you die in this game, at, at, at any given part, uh, when you fail, the game logs this, and, and it has a database that it keeps of your failure and it attaches your name to it so another person can come along in the same area they'll see a, a little icon or something so and so failed here and they can do a, a challenge mode based on your failure to see if they can surpass it did you know that i did not know that that's kind of cool it's kind of like um dark souls 3 you know you could leave messages for other players or they could too like warnings or sometimes people would troll you and 
tell you something's coming when it's not um but uh yeah so that's kind of cool it's kind of a cool um uh thing i've never really even thought of that before yeah i don't i don't remember where i read that but i read that earlier today and i guess i didn't i didn't um i didn't verify it you know normally i like to get a second source before i report something on here so don't take that with a grain of salt but i'm pretty sure that i read that earlier today and if it's true that's a just another cool feature of an already great game yeah that's really cool all right so i guess we're going to uh, i mean i could talk about this for another hour i'm, I'm going to stop because we're going to talk about it some more tomorrow on the monday show during our br 2.0 topical discussion so tune in tomorrow for that and uh, i'm sure we'll both probably have a little more time in this game and uh and we'll talk about it some more then all right moving on another next gen vr game that's coming up right around the corner is pistol whip now uh as i've mentioned before on this program this this game it was first revealed at e3 this year to a lukewarm reception you know most people didn't really care for the uh for the initial trailer to this game and um it surprised me because you know it just seems like maybe they didn't see the vision here quite understand what was going on with with this game and, and how it's going to feel but i feel like i can see it and i feel like this is going to be one of those games where you don't have to think it's just going to be one of those games you put on the, the headset and you react and it's just going to be fun from the first minute to the last uh it's not going to hurt your brain to play it you're just going to be uh, you're just gonna put on the headset and go well uh, over the last um, I don't know a few weeks we're starting to get more and more info more and more footage on pistol whip it's coming uh, in less than a month about three weeks away November 7th we're gonna get this game and just this uh, past week we actually got our first look at a full level gameplay of this and I guess that's what we're looking at here so this is actual gameplay uh roots what did you think about this clip Do, uh, i i get more pumped every time i see uh any new footage of this game it just seems cooler and cooler the more i think about it what do you think about it? yeah yeah you know my biggest thing is i i don't know anything about the music so you know i think the music's gonna really play a big part on it it's like i'm assuming it's gonna be like a techno type um that's what i would think but i don't know i think it looks really cool though um, a lot of ducking moving ju juking jiving um i don't know this guy if he's just really good at dodging these things or if he's getting hit or there you know there's a lot of questions as far as like do you get hit and instantly die or do you have like a life bar or um be interesting to know yeah. you know but uh, uh, yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not quite sure how many times you can take a hit but it was noted um in the article that accompanied this uh this trailer that this guy pretty much has played this thing hundreds of times at this point and he's an expert at it that's why he's going through here and nailing it so so well um the the music sounded pretty good it sounded like something that you would hear in autica uh it was like electronic music but it wasn't like completely techno dance oriented you know what i mean uh, the song itself, for those of you who are interested, is a song called Replicants, and it's by Black Tiger Sex Machine. Uh, 
Mm. So, uh, uh, cool name anyway. Yeah, really. Uh, but no, I, I, when I was preparing for this uh, segment, I, I uh, actually looked up uh, this game on a few different sources, looked it up on Viport, caught a glimpse of uh, of uh, some screenshots from different levels, and it, it's really cool looking. Like uh, this art style, of course, persists throughout the uh, throughout the game, but they do play with scale. They play with the color a lot, so it's not all red and blue and purple i mean the the color palettes change from level to level and um the the more like i said before the more i see of this game the more it just seems to me one of those games i'm going to be able to veg out and, and zone in to and uh and just let kind of let the game play me if that makes any sense yeah what do you think about the timing of it coming out like a couple of days before stormland you know i know alex was talking about that and just saying how it's it's just such a bad time for indie games, but any game really to come out anytime around any of these games, like anything that came out this last week with Asgard's Wrath at the same time is kind of pretty much fucked, you know? I, I think that this game is going to be fine, and I think that they, they chose uh, this release window because they know that the, the quality of their game is going to speak for itself you know you can say what you want about marketing and timing and things like that but when it comes down to it if if you make a good vr game people are going to buy it and, and something else that that we have to consider here too is that pistol whip isn't just pc vr like Stormlands and asgard's wrath this game is coming out for oculus quest this game is coming out on play playstation vr so if they don't sell uh, a copy of this on PC VR, it's still very likely that they could outsell either one of those games just based on the broader scope uh, and the bigger audience that they're selling to. Yeah, I think uh, this would be a good quest game for sure. Yeah, it looks like the movement would help even if uh, uh, there's a few spots here that you can see the guy uh, turn around and shoot behind him. So if, even if you let these enemies get by you, it's 360, so you can just turn around and shoot them as they, as they're uh, leaving the uh, area behind you. But um, no, I don't think that it's going to be really a problem. And it, not only, like I said, do they have this bigger group, this bigger potential uh, customer base that they're selling to, but even though people weren't as hyped on this game originally as I was. Uh, during these last few events, they've had playable demos out there, and some very notable content creators and media members have demoed this game now, and they're pretty much universally blown away by and hyped. And anybody that's played this game, uh, they're all just grinning like they had, like they know something we don't. So uh, the more I hear from these people, the more footage I see from it. Uh, I'm confident that this game is going to be a hit, and uh, it's going to be a load of fun. Yeah, looks good. Co-op would be really cool. It would, or at least some kind of, uh, I don't know how the leaderboards are going to work. I imagine that there's there has to be some kind of uh, multiplayer, even if it's not direct multiplayer, some kind of uh, competition here. Yeah, there'd be no reason to have the points if there wasn't. Right, right. Um. 
one concern, and it really it's my only concern. You can see how quickly this uh, this clip goes by, and of course these levels are going to be highly replayable. But this thing's only launching with ten songs, so what are we talking about? You know, forty five minutes, fifty minutes tops to play through all of it. It depends on how hard it is. It could be hard, you know, or how long well, the, each level is. Well, that well, I mean, you can see this is an example. This is a full playthrough of a full level. It, it takes less than five minutes to play this one. Now, there could be longer levels. Most certainly, there's going to be repetition as you get killed and you don't find the end of it. Um, but luckily, they've, they've announced that they're regularly going to update this with new levels and new music. Uh, so I... The, the base 10 songs, I think, is uh, is going to expand rapidly. So even if it is a, a little bit lacking at first, I don't think it's going to take it long to catch up. That guy looked really annoyed when he had to dodge out of the way from those bullets. He just, the look on his face was like, come on, man, I don't want to dodge this shit. Probably did it like a hundred <laughs> times, you know? Yeah. He just has uh, disdain for these people even trying to hit him with that crap like seriously you're gonna try to you think that's gonna work get out really of here, man. come on yeah he is an expert right it looks like it dude it looks like he knows what he's doing yeah interestingly though is he dual wielding it looks like he only has one gun yeah yeah i don't know does he even doesn't doesn't have another controller in his hand does he i don't even think i can't tell but yeah it doesn't look like it. it looks like one gun yeah so that's interesting I always just kind of assumed that this would be a, a dual willed experience. Yeah, maybe it's war, uh, level one. You get uh, the extra gun at level two. It'd be cool if it was an option if you want to play one handed, two handed. Yeah, that would be cool. There'd be separate leaderboards, you know, just a com I'm sure it's a completely different experience. One, one gun to two gun. It could know? be that too. Maybe he's just so good, he's like turned it on to one gun mode and. Same amount of enemies, and you only have one gun. It's just like he's just that badass, and he's got a suit on, and he's he's all business, right? Yeah, I'll yeah. kick your ass with one hand tied behind my back. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I'm digging it. All right. So uh, moving on, I just want to bring that up because we, this is our first real good, you know, beefy look at this game, and. Uh, yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking what I'm hearing. And uh, tick, tick, tick. The clock's about to run out on this one, and we're finally going to have this. But by the time we make any kind of progress in Asgard's Wrath, we're going to have this one in our hands. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and not to mention, I mean, there's there's at least, uh, what, three or four other really good-looking indie games between now and then, as if Asgard's Wrath's not going to be enough. Uh it's getting to be almost weekly, you know, for the next couple of months with the, uh, with the interesting looking, uh, games that we have coming up. So it's a, an exciting time. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, uh, speaking of new games and new announcements, we, we've got some further comp confirmation of, uh, earlier rumors of what could potentially be, a badass game amongst badass games and i'm talking about predator vr now this is something that we began to hear rumblings of some weeks back um trophies 
for this game appeared on the PlayStation Network. And that is generally something that doesn't happen until right before the game launches, which is weird because we never heard anything about this game before that. So what is this game? This is a game we now know. We didn't know before, but we now know that this is a game coming to us from Boss 4 Studios, which is the studio that brought us the Brookhaven Experiment, and it's going to be published by Foxnet, Fox Next VR Studio, which is the studio that published the Planet of the Apes VR. Uh, they haven't said when this is going to release. They said it's going to release in the future. So, uh, you know, take take that as you will. Um, and what really excites me beyond this cool-looking footage, uh, they have confirmed that this game isn't going to take place in the Predator comic books universe or the greater, you know, expanded movie universe. This game is going to take place directly in the universe of the original 1980s action movie, uh, The Predator, the original Predator. Now that, friends, is awesome. What do you think, Bruce? Yeah, I agree. I, I want to know if he can be like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in this game. That would be pretty cool. But no, I think it's funny. It, it, you know, this this game, It's uh, besides the fact that it's been they've been working on it for a, a bit, obviously, um, it, it tells me a couple things. It tells me that uh, the AAA titles that we're now seeing starting to pop up um, have been thought of and been worked on. And, and we're now seeing... Uh, for a while, and we're now seeing real legit um, brands coming out, like the Predator, you know, and it gives you hope for just about anything. Uh, you know, that episode we did on the Monday show a month ago or whatever, when we were talking about, uh, um, you know, games we would like to see, our movies and games and whatever in VR, and uh, this is exactly it. You know, you want to see a Predator. You want to see any of the movies we talked about. Back to the Future, you know, they're coming. You know, the the money's going to be there. And I predict, you know, movies are starting to get to the point where most people aren't even going to the movies anymore. Not like they used to. And so as people, more people get into VR, you're going to stop seeing the the money pouring into the VR or to the, to the movie world. It's going to go into the VR world. And you'll see the movies in experiences slash games coming together. I just think it's it's phenomenal. You know, what you said there about that Monday show segment is immediately where my head went when I found out that this was going to be set during the original Predator movie. You know, we have these fun little talks about, you know, it, the games we would dream about having and a lot of this stuff is from our, uh, you know, our teenage and early 20s uh, time period because we wouldn't dare dream of getting a VR experience from something that's actually older than that. And uh, something like this just gives me hope, man. If we can have this, we can have a, a legit Terminator in VR. We could have a legit Rambo First Blood. Why not? If they'll do the first... 
Predator, why wouldn't they do the first Rambo in, in VR? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That would be cool. And you, like, start the game, you're escaping from the uh, prison camp or something. Or, you know, um, at least that was the second one, I think, right? Um, yeah, that was the Yeah, but that all of those, all of those movies um, could be made into amazing games um, and stories as well that kind of blend. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming if they're going to do it in that time period, they're going to, you know, somehow bring the story from that movie into this um even if it's just like a cameo side and i don't expect arnold to come walking out or anything but maybe some mention or something that ties it in so that's kind of cool missing in action three braddock's revenge starring chuck norris in vr oh hell yeah on, dude man. who doesn't want to be come chuck on. norris in vr right dude yeah. You just have to go like this, and people would fly across the room. Be badass. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris versus Mr. TVR. <laughs> I, I'm putting it out there right now. Uh, let's get let's make it happen, people. Change.org. Chuck Norris versus Mr. TVR. The greatest game of all time. Second greatest game of all time behind The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. But <clears throat> anyway, let's talk a little bit about this actual game here. Um, get out of fantasy land for a little while. Uh, what do we know? We know that this game will have three, count them three, gameplay modes. Single player campaign. It says you can fight through intense action movie moments in a hunt through the jungles of Panama, just like the first Predator movie, and the claustrophobic maze of a Siberian secret base. Now, was there another Predator movie that was set in Siberia? Because I don't remember this. No, the second movie, I don't even remember much about it. Just that it was, wasn't very good. You know, hopefully they stick to the first one or or something. I don't know. Commando VR. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm down. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's Rampage mode. In Rampage mode, you play as the Predator. So you're the guy that gets to kill Jesse Ventura and Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, not Arnold, but uh, you get to take off Carl Weathers' arm, mm. hypothetically, in VR, or something equivalent with generic video game players because obviously they're not going to be able to use exact likenesses of these people. But uh, you're going to be able to do that because it says here, as the Predator, you can hunt down your prey using advanced alien technology thermal vision your cloaking uh functionality as well as a plasma caster cannon and the blade gauntlets how badass roots that's badass yeah for sure and uh yeah i'm just looking at the uh, gameplay here and i saw something about multiplayer on there as well um i don't know if that's one of the game game modes you're going to talk about but that sounds really uh interesting to me but um just everything about this is uh Hopefully the gameplay will be cool, uh, mechanic-wise, uh, you know. But um, so far everything looks good. Yeah, uh, that was the third play mode. It was multiplayer, and we don't know a lot, about, a lot about the multiplayer. We know that you can be the soldier or you can be the predator and uh, fight one another. We know that in this game there, it's going to be period accurate. So uh, not only are you, you know, in the same surroundings as the first predator movie but you're going to be in period accurate uh weaponry so all of these uh vehicles and guns that you're using uh 1980s state-of-the-art stuff so uh 
hopefully they can execute. You know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what these guys that pretty much brought us a wave shooter, one of the better wave shooters in VR, but still a wave shooter. It's going to be interesting to see what they are able to do with moving characters in an open world setting. So Yeah, I just saw something on the screen, too, that said something wave one of 18 or something, wave one of 10. Um, so I don't know if this is even going to be a wave of some sort. And that's the thing is like, okay, and I was just thinking, you know, Asgard's Wrath just came out. We're talking about how amazing, rev revolutionary, right? It's just awesome on every level. And we have all this to look forward to, but there's still that inner roots that's skeptical as fuck about everything that comes out. Like, even as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, it looks like it could be good. And then it comes out and it's like, weird you know not uh doesn't feel right you know so i don't know i'm just uh hopefully it'll be good yeah well that that's that could be said about Every any day. of these you yeah. know you know that some of them are going to be good and some of them are going to be duds and that's just the uh the uh life in in vr world but um yeah potential here it's a good concept uh let's see some execution let's see how it works out i 100 percent agree with that so all right moving on to another game that i'm pretty sure is going to be good fairly certain uh and that game is death lap and you know we uh we just recently got the uh, the announcement for this we had no idea that this game was coming they just dropped this in our laps another oculus uh backed game from oculus studios uh published of course by oculus studios uh but we never did really get much more than this 30 second clip of it as far as information they didn't really tell us much about what this was obviously the imagery um it invokes memories of twisted metal that's that's where our thoughts went to initially this looks like kind of like twisted metal and uh so this past week Upload VR has uh, released a new developer interview with uh, Ozway Games. Uh, the, the interview was actually shot during OC6, so it's been uh, you know a little while, you know a week or two now since uh, since the interview. And not only did they have this developer interview, but while they were there, uh, David Jagannaw uh, actually got to demo this game in an Oculus Quest. Mm. So. Uh, we got some uh, impressions from him, and the first thing that he said was Twisted Metal. Obviously, mm. Twisted Metal is arena-based, and this is race-based, but that was what he compared it to. He he compared it to Twisted Metal, which is super, super exciting for me. Roots, did you get into Twisted, Twisted Metal back uh, in the day? No, I, I played a little bit, or, or I remember it, but I don't know that I played it too much, but um, I know what it was, and um it just sounds amazing and i know um i was alex was just saying in the discord and i i totally agree with him i really 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 hope um and i don't care don't worry about my arm let my arm get tired put the mode in there because i'll go buy a wheel for this let me drive with my left arm and let me shoot with my right one and then i you know what i mean like uh because it just seems weird that the the response of ah oh, well you know people's arms might get tired well you know 
let me worry about my arm. You know, I can turn it off. Just don't make it the only way you can race. Um, yeah. They, uh, if you watch the interview, it really wasn't like that. It was kind of like uh, currently they're, they're using stick movement. They, they're working on implementing it into the game so that you can drive with one hand, actually. Uh, that's what they want to do with it. They just kind of mentioned in passing that as they've tested it so far, that the testers have complained about their arms getting tired. Of course tired. they complain. People yeah. complain about yeah. everything in this world. You know, like they're going to, if you take away the arm thing, they'll complain their arm isn't tired anymore. Uh, but no, yeah, I don't know. That's, but that, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So. No, but if you, if you watch the interview, uh, I'm confident that that's what they're going to, they're going to make it an option. You can play how you want. And uh, th that's what they want to do. And they made that pretty clear in the, in the interview. So the, yeah, I agree. Definitely. Uh, there should be the option there anyway, so that you can start one way. And if your arm gets tired, take a break and, and, and use the, uh, the stick controls. So, uh, yeah, I want to get a wheel. I'll get a wheel just for that. If it's that good. Um, that would be so amazing and you know touring carts allows you to use a steering wheel and I'm assuming dash dash world does but I don't know for sure but you know there's a lot of racing games that uh, I think a wheel needs to happen for me well I don't know particularly that they're talking about steering with the wheel but more than just steering with your left hand uh, in with the virtual wheel oh not, I got not you. the actual physical wheel uh, well, you know what I'm saying I got you kind of like um, LA Noir style right okay. right yeah if you actually if they actually did support a an actual wheel then your arm probably wouldn't get tired because you can just rest your arm on it you know yeah what I mean? it makes sense yeah that's uh since i don't have a wheel i didn't think about that yeah that makes sense yeah uh weapons in this game are specific to the vehicles just like twisted metal you've got a long range weapon you've got a short range weapon and you've got a special attack we're going to have five different vehicles, uh, which is cool. But the odd thing about it is this game supports up to six-player multiplayer. So <laughs> I found that kind of odd that you're going to have six people out there, but only five cars to choose from. Am I wrong? No, that's very bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. So there's going to be one double, or maybe everybody well, will pick the least. same one because that clearly tells you that you have to be able to pick the same thing at least two on the same one um yeah, hopefully that they're just gonna add more you know like and not stop at five you know that would be an awesome thing to uh to add over time extra car extra abilities you know but uh i don't care give me five with six you know i'll i'll, I'll deal with that jank over the jank of some of the other games i've been playing lately yeah and you don't by the way, you do not have to have other people to play this game. There is a single-player mode that you can play. It keeps up with your your uh, your stats and stuff on the leaderboard for you there, so you can uh, track your progress as you get better. And the uh, AI in this game supposedly uh, it adapts to the skill level of the player. So as you get better, uh, the game gets more difficult. It just automatically gets harder so i thought that was really cool is there a campaign or is it just uh like you say you can play like am i just racing other um cars or is there a campaign i would say that there's probably like a circuit like a uh, a series of races a series of different tracks 
that you go through and it just uh you you have a uh records for each you know each individual track you know you did it this fast with this many kills this many points and so on and so forth cool all right uh again coming through rift and quest only soon and when they say soon i actually believe that it really is soon because apparently this thing's pretty polished for them to have it uh up and running uh on a quest like that they must be pretty far along uh they were talking about the next uh the next couple of months being the window that so we'll probably see this one by the end of the year that's right? crazy we just heard about this for the first time not too long ago and all of a sudden it's ready to drop and if it's that good it's it's just so different than mainstream uh flat games you know like you hear about games for five years you know it's more along the lines of um you know some of the other games that uh like the walking dead sinners and saints you know you heard about that years ago that's what we're used to but uh this is crazy well it's it's we've we've talked about this uh before there are specific reasons for that and uh it makes sense in some ways so um we'll leave it at that you know you can you can look back in our archives and we we have very detailed conversations about marketing in vr and uh, i i kind of get it i get why they're why they're it's mostly about hype control and keeping things uh in hand and not letting it the expectations get too high to live up to in my opinion that's what i think it's, it's about anyway uh pump for this one have been since i heard about it and uh Recently, right around the time we heard about this, we heard about another game that I thought was very interesting looking, and that game was called Journey for Elysium, a very different game to Death Lap. This is an adventure game. Immediately when I saw the first images of this game, it, it threw me back to uh, Here They Lie. It has that same art style, that same monochrome look to it, and uh, I thought it looked really cool. But given that we just heard about this game not that long ago, uh, fairly surprised to find out that this game is going to be released in just a few weeks on Halloween. So not that long to wait on that, surprisingly enough, uh, which is cool. Uh, coming out on Halloween, like I said, uh, on Oculus Rift and HTC Vive for the price of only $20. And... Uh, for the first week, you can get 15% off of that, so you won't actually even have to pay the $20. You'll pay $17 for it if you get it there within the first week. Uh, Roots, were you as surprised as I was to hear that this game was coming so soon? Yeah, yeah. Is this like a dungeon crawler type of game? or No, this game, um, well, from what I could tell, and interestingly enough, uh, you know, this past week, uh, they sent me, uh, I signed up for and was accepted to be a, uh, a beta tester, but the beta is just a short 10 minute demo of the game where you pretty much just play through the, uh, the tutorial part of the game. And, uh, and then they ask you, you know, did it run basically? Did it crash or did it run? And, uh, it ran, it ran great. It looked beautiful. Uh, very clean looking graphics and the the actual first scene of it's in color before you die it doesn't go black and white 
until you die. But uh, no, it's going to be, um, from what I can tell, and it's still up in the air because they don't show you much in the demo. Really, what you see in the demo is pretty much what you see in this trailer here. But uh, you're you're just going along, trying to find your way through the underworld. Uh, you're looking for items that you're going to pick up along the way that are going to trigger memories from your life. And these memories of your family are what helps you find your way through the, uh, the underworld. Now, the interesting thing about the concept here is that you're, you're supposedly trying to find your way to paradise, but this river that you're on here, this is the river Styx. You're in the underworld. You're in hell. So why would you be going through hell to make it to paradise? That doesn't make much sense to me, Roots. Yeah, it sounds like somebody that's deluded and they think they're going to paradise. You're really heading to hell. Now, I don't know. That's really weird, man. But uh, definitely intriguing. Um, hopefully, this dude, was there any story in that 10-minute thing or was it just uh, visual? Or... All right. No, there, there were some story elements. So basically, the game starts and you're just outside. You walk up to this ledge. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful sunrise on the ocean. You walk up to this ledge and look out over this cliff down at the ocean, and then the rocks give way, and you fall to your death, and you land on these rocks down below, and it just kills you. Wow. And you wake up in this uh, this kind of black and white pit area, and uh, there's all this Greek writing on, on these stone tablets around you, and this voice is your guide through the underworld starts talking to you and it's basically just the tutorial voice um you walk forward into this little village scene and uh you start to see these uh human shaped figures start to come into focus but you can't really make out what they are until you find some uh items that are in your general vicinity items that trigger memories from your life and it comes to find out that these figures that you're seeing are your parents. So the more of these items you find, uh, the more these figures come into view. And then eventually uh, a scene plays out, a scene from your life. And as, uh, as you watch this scene, it unlocks memories and you get to go into uh, a new area of this dreamlike world. And that's basically how this game is structured. You're trying to unlock memories to move into the next area. It's kind of a exploration slash puzzle game. Yeah. And uh, at the end of it, you end up getting into this canoe on the river sticks. And this was one of my favorite parts as you're approaching these giant monolithic gates. Uh, you actually paddle this canoe thing and it felt really good. Uh, the control that you had of that boat, I really enjoyed yeah it sounds really good sounds like um as long as the uh the story and the scenes and everything is compelling it's going to be really good you know yeah it, it's uh i don't know you know i can't speak for the general player base in vr but this is the sort of game that appeals to me personally uh i i really love these uh these surreal dreamlike uh experiences where things can just change 
in the blink of an eye. You turn your head and you look back at something and it's different. This is the sort of thing that I really, really like. And that's what this game really seems like it's going to be. But then again, you know, it's hard to say. I haven't seen anything behind the God's Gate. So uh, I'm really interested why they're being so um, secretive uh, of what, what lies beyond the tutorial in this game. Because literally, everything in this trailer is pretty much from what I played. So Yeah, it doesn't show you much, but yeah. So, uh, very cool looking. So, uh, this is, uh, again, coming on October 31st for $20 from Mantis Games. Uh, it's a story-driven puzzle adventure. And uh, this actually was a, a failed Kickstarter just back in April. So, just six months ago, this uh, they, they put this into Kickstarter to get additional funding. Uh, didn't reach their goal, but they just kept making it anyway. And here we are, the uh, release is at hand, and uh, the developers say that this game is inspired by the classic adventure game of the 1990s, and that the puzzles will increase in difficulty as the story progresses. So I'm looking forward to it. I have reached out to the developer for a review key for this game, so stay tuned. More to come on this in the coming weeks. All right, so moving on here, uh, before we go any further, I want to take this opportunity to wish a, a happy birthday to someone very special to me. Uh, honestly, my first love, if I'm being quite honest about it. So happy birthday, PlayStation VR. Uh, I love you. <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know where I would be today if it weren't for you showing me the wonderful, uh, wonderful entertainment medium of VR. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't already noticed or guessed what I'm uh, getting at here, it's PlayStation's anniversary. We've had PlayStation VR for three years now, as of October the 13th, today. So happy birthday, PlayStation. So, uh... What did Sony do for the uh, the third anniversary of PlayStation VR? Well, first of all, we had a blog post on the PlayStation blog that was solely dedicated to giving us a few news updates, just a few tidbits from the world of PlayStation VR. So what did they tell us? Bonfire, which is uh, an animated short film that uh, released... I want to say a couple months ago on Oculus and Viveport, not on Steam, interestingly enough. Um, Bonfire is coming to PlayStation VR on October 22nd. So, how much is Bonfire going to cost? Well, on the Oculus store, it goes for 10 bucks. But if you read down through the um, the uh, the reviews. Even though it gets mostly positive reviews, most people say that 10 bucks is a bit steep for it, that it's very short, 10 to 15 minutes long uh, animated short film. Even though it is extremely high quality, uh, people said that it's probably, you know, $5 would probably be a more fair price for the amount of content that you get here. Um, I think they said that this is going to have a 
launch week discount. So if it launches for the same price, which is not a given on the PlayStation Store, uh, you might actually be able to pick it up for a little bit less. Roots, um, I think you have Bonfire, don't you? Yeah, I've never played it, though. You know, we were just talking about that uh, before the show, how there's all the show games we've never tried. And what, somebody in the Discord said how good it was, so, and I just bought it when it came out. So um, I wish I could tell you if it was worth 10 bucks or not, but it looks good, and I love the Crow the Legend. So, you know, I bet it's worth it. You know, and I, I, I think it's one of those things that, uh, it, it, you know, it just looks good. Yeah, I thought it looked good as well. Um, for those of you who do have Viport Infinity, if you're interested in this title, uh, I'm pretty sure that it is on Viport Infinity, so check it out there. Um, Autica. We found out on the PlayStation VR blog post this week that Autica, which they just recently announced, uh, was coming to PlayStation VR. Autica, which recently, this past week, uh, had the Oculus Quest store page mysteriously out of, appear out of nowhere uh autica gave us a release date for the playstation vr release so we now know that autica is coming to playstation vr on november 5th just a few weeks away um could possibly get it on quest as well on that day very interesting that uh just as they announced this date for psvr the quest page pops up as well roots you bought this game on steam vr you bought this game on oculus are you going to buy it on psvr are you going to buy an oculus quest and just so you can buy autica on that too i don't know about buying the quest for it but I, if i had the quest i would buy it i probably would buy it on the playstation vr because um i take that's the one that thing that i take with me places and um like I gotta go watch my sister's house sometimes um, next week, and so I'll I'll take my PlayStation VR with me, and uh, um, it's something that uh, I miss not being able to play. So I absolutely I think I would buy it on the Quest as well. You know I'm a, I'm I'm an Autica fanboy, so definitely must be if you're gonna buy three and four copies. Hey Autica developers, if you're out there, throw my man Root some keys. He is. <laughs> plugged your game every week since it launched and has bought it twice already cut the guy a break he deserves a free key uh and after all it is playstation's birthday yeah so. that's right yeah throw me a key i'll take it <laughs> and then i'll right, tell you how uh, good little... it is sorry yeah. <laughs> good. yeah yeah uh roots uh if you want anyone if there's anyone we can be sure is going to plug your product uh, if you give him a key, it's Mr. Roots here. He's he's definitely uh, a fan. Yeah. A fan boy. Boy, is he a fan. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Paper Beast. Uh, we got a little bit of news from Paper Beast. We found out, uh, even though this was previously uh, announced to be coming in 2019, not the case anymore. This game gets pushed back to early 2020. Now, I read that the blog post revealed a still shot of a new in-game character uh i didn't really see it I, I, I saw some stuff didn't really seem any uh new anything different from what i've seen before so uh, paper beast coming in early 2020 pixel ripped 1995 
a lot of speculation in recent weeks about when we're going to get this game. They um, they said that they wanted to release one of these games every year, which led to some speculation that we were going to be getting this game this year. Not the case. This game is coming in spring 2020. Uh, not a lot coming out on this game. You know, people played it uh, last week. Uh, some select media members got to uh, got to play it. But uh, all the only footage that was released out of that whole thing were some developer interviews, which I thought was curious, uh, to say the least. Right, Roots? Yeah, I was just wondering, like, as I was pulling this trailer, I was like, why why do I not have any footage yet of this game? Especially I saw Zimtalk playing it at OC6. You know, he's got that vi footage of him playing it, um, but there's no trailer, and that that's weird, and... Uh, I just want something different. I want to see if that the real the real truth is I want to see if they put that kid back in the video. I want to see how cool he looks. They've got him on the big wheel, you know. I want to see what the the difference is and how old he is, you know. I guess it would be because it's a different genre, right? So if they did have him, he'd be a little bit older. That'd be my guess. So. Yeah, that that's kind of the uh, the premise here is that this is a few years down the line. The technology that that they're going to be uh, playing into and the um, the culture the nostalgia that they're that they're tapping into is going to be uh quite a bit different from the first game from what i'm hearing so definitely still looking forward to it would like to get to see a little bit more of it than just the uh, two or three screenshots that i've managed to find uh scattered amongst the interwebs but uh all in due time i guess huh yeah yeah all right, uh, one more little tidbit from the blog post. Uh, the Room VR, A Dark Matter. This is a game that was announced during OC6. Really cool looking escape the room type mystery game, puzzler. Uh, looks very story driven, looks to have pretty high um, production values. Uh, Spring 2020 also for this one as well. So, um, Spring 2020 is starting to uh, shape up quite nicely when we've got uh, there at the end of February. I guess technically that's winter, but uh, the last day of February, Iron Man VR comes out. And then uh, right in that same window, we're going to have Paper Beast, Pixel Rip 1995, The Room VR, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. So. Yeah, this uh, the first. No, this looks good. I like the way that this. Um, I just want to see 1908. Uh, this this time period, you know, and uh, just a it being like a, a detective and investigating. And I don't know. It just looks really cool. Yeah, it's a cool premise. It's one of the 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 wonderful things about VR is uh, it's not like it used to be playing on a flat panel screen when you play these period games. It'd be kind of cool to, to, to see things, uh, you know, and and play with the different gimmicks that they come up with uh, in these different time periods. But with VR, just a, a whole different experience being immersed in these different worlds and different time periods. Uh, it really gives you an idea, some idea of what you think it might be like to actually live during these times. So I agree. Anytime we see something like this, uh, I look forward to checking it out, especially something like this as good looking as this actually uh, 
looks it looks like it's going to be a high quality experience yeah it's modern day technological um time travel you know we get to go into these time periods and you know if they're done right you know as we go down the line um we're gonna really are gonna get to see what it used to be like in whatever time period it is you know so yeah that was one of the things i liked about uh here they live when you were going through the old city and had all these old telephones and these old radiators and gas lines and just stuff i remember from my childhood as being like old decrepit technology remnants back then from my earliest memories uh just seeing that those objects and artifacts in a game uh gives you an interesting sort of nostalgia uh to say the least yeah yeah i agree all right so uh that was all from the blog post but you know when it comes to the playstation vr anniversary there's really one thing that it's known for one thing that everyone looks forward to myself included and that is the psvr anniversary sale and what this is uh or what it has been up to this point is the biggest psvr digital game sale of the year and uh to be quite honest i don't think it really lives up this year you know normally quite literally they put half of the catalog on sale for every game that's not on sale there's one that is and all the big titles are normally on sale and that's just not the case this year now there are some really good deals in here uh but it's not the sale that i was expecting it's not the sale that they normally have did you notice that roots did you feel like uh this really doesn't live up to the sales of years past yeah i was thinking the exact same thing because i was on reddit and somebody was asking you know you know i have th these are the games i have on playstation vr and it was like you know a couple you know games astrobot this or whatever and um which one should i get and i went to look down the list and i was looking at a lot of things that i was like i don't even know what half of this is and the ones that he already had that were good he already owned and it was like there was a couple that i could suggest but it was like there really wasn't that much to to write home about it's uh it's weird because usually like you said it's it's the biggest sale i mean this one i'm showing here on earthing mars 2 this one looked like the best deal on there outside of you know the obvious ones like uh re7 and stuff but you know it just wasn't as good as normal yeah uh you basically it's a pretty sizable sale i'll be interested to see what the uh, black friday sale looks like this year because normally the anniversary sale you know outdoes the black friday sale but now that this is scaled back i wonder if the other one's going to scale up or is it going to scale back as well uh only time will tell uh, but there there are some some good sales for this one. I mean, you've got your your usual suspects. You know, Skyrim's half off like it always is when it goes on sale. Super Hot's half off like it always is when it goes on sale. Um, but I did jot down a few here that really stuck out to me to be pretty good deals. Uh, Borderlands Two VR is half off, which actually is a good price to to get that for twenty five dollars. Uh, you know, it just received all of the uh, DLC from the, the original flat version. So as much content as we've been talking about Asgard's Wrath having, this game has even more. And uh, for $25, you can play with moves. 
you can play with the uh, aim controller dude this this is an awesome awesome game and and uh 25 dollars is a great price for it yeah especially for like uh somebody's just getting into playstation vr man this is a huge game to have you could play this for hours you know i mean literally <laughs> yeah yeah if, if you're into the if you're one of these people asking where are the AAA games well this is a must-have for you because uh this game has the content and it plays it plays like borderlands too man even though there is no uh co-op i mean uh it's very it's a straight port it's not like a remake for vr this is a this is a straight port into vr and uh they, they did a really good job with it yeah they did a really good job all right uh evasion eight bucks for evasion people that is a steal this game launched for like 30 or 40 bucks which admittedly was overpriced at the time but uh we did a piece not long ago telling you people how fun this game is as a co-op shooter another aim controller title uh another one i played all the way through uh with my wife and my daughter and uh eight bucks is just ridiculous ridiculous for this game is it not yeah it's amazing it's an amazing game like i you know it's still one of those things that i i want to finish um because i uh got to the very last boss i got him almost dead by myself and um and a couple times and then ended up dying so uh but yeah this is a really good game you know well we, we need to remember that next time we're thinking about what we want to co-op because i love playing this game it's just fun it's just fun to pick it up and play it now i don't know what it would feel like in uh on pc because i you know i always play it with my aim controller but uh, uh i'm sure it's great no I, I love it i loved it with um the touch controllers and uh it's just really cool you know i like the different it's got the different classes and i mean it's just really it's a very underrated um game you know it's got a lot more mechanics than people give it credit for eight bucks yeah Isn't that unbelievable yeah, it's a crazy deal that's a good deal and then you think about uh like 10 bucks for bonfire and you're like what what <laughs> yeah come on yeah man. that's crazy right all right uh speaking of 10 bucks killing floor incursion now this is a a really good game on pc but on playstation vr this is a must have game it ported very well it's uh it's superior to arizona sunshine in many ways uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a better overall game, but in some ways it is. It's a lot more polished. Uh, it's got the best locomotion uh, on PlayStation VR with move controllers. And uh, 10 bucks for this game is a very good deal, in my opinion. Uh, Resident Evil 7. No secret here. Uh, my favorite game of all time. Now... You know, some more time in Asgard's Wrath, it may be trumped out by VR 2.0, but uh, uh, as of today, this is the best experience that I've had in VR. Stay tuned in the coming days and weeks. I'm playing through this game in its entirety, entirety and yes, Justin, in its entirety, I'm playing through this game. Uh, look for that on my channel. Look for a review discussion coming in in the uh, very near future on the Virtual Strangers channel. Uh, 15 bucks for Resident Evil 7. If, and if you want the gold edition that has all the DLC, 25. 
So uh, a steal for again in what what is in my opinion the the best game I've ever played. Uh, Res Infinite, a classic VR game. Uh, the precursor to uh, Tetris Effect. If you like the audio visual effects of Tetris Effect and wondered what a shooter would be like with these kinds of visualizations, uh, Res Infinite is your game. Did you like Polybius? Did you like these trippy visuals? Or did you like uh, Zone of the Enders? Then you're going to love Res Infinite. Some people describe the later levels of this game as a, uh, a spiritual experience. 12 bucks. This is a game that does not go on sale often. 12 bucks is a steal on it. If you're on the fence about whether or not you want to uh, buy this game, now's the time to get it. Super cheap at $12. Normally it's like 30 or something like that. Wow. All right. And uh, the last one I got on my list, the one Roots mentioned right off the top, Unearthing Mars 2, half price at 10 bucks. What makes this game uh, a good buy at $10 is the fact that it is a, uh, a single-player, first-person shooter that supports aim controller. And there's not enough games like this that you can actually use the aim controller in. And uh, from what I hear, I haven't played through it, but from what I hear, this is a pretty solid one. Uh, 10 bucks. Uh and you have another, uh, I think they said like three hour campaign that you can play through with your aim controller. So it looks good. I can say that. You, know? you haven't played it? You own it, right? I do. I bought it last time it went on sale. Uh, what is, but yeah, you're right. What is wrong with us, it. dude? Like I, as I'm watching that and I'm thinking that, I, I'm thinking I should buy this game and I probably won't even play it. Um, but uh, <laughs> right. yeah, looks good though. Yeah, you know what's wrong with this. The fact that we have games and games and games and games and games and games. That's the problem. And it's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. And like you nailed it earlier when we were talking, you were like, uh, you know, Asgard's Wrath is is just so good and it's going to suck up time. You're, you want to play it like I do too. And it's one of those things that I'm going to just make myself go into and play. And, and uh, you know, maybe... I don't know, just quit my job or no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, well, here's what we do. We just make every review discussion for the rest of the month and every Monday show topic for the rest of the month is just going to be about what we did yesterday in Asgard draft. Yeah. We got to do a little, a little, uh, topic, but yeah, little yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Speaking of games in our library, uh, we have a new version of one of those such games that I played through this past year in its entirety. That game being the Exorcist Legion VR. Now, for those of you who watch the Monday show, I mentioned during uh, this past month's October preview, you know, we always like to end our month by taking a look back at the prior month, picking the games of the month, and then looking forward at what we have coming. This is the one of the games I noticed that we had coming. I had no idea that they were remaking the Exorcist Legion VR, already remaking it. Uh, Deluxe Edition. The Deluxe Edition features index controller support, 
optimization for Rift S, enhanced graphics and animations, as well as movement upgrades. So, very much the type of things that you would expect to come in just a regular update, right? No, not so fast. They're making this into a whole new thing. Uh, it's whole uh, a whole separate edition where all the episodes are bundled together into one game uh, with these new features. Now, this apparently is Steam exclusive. Then you find that strange roots that that these at least these visual uh, and animation upgrades these haven't found their way on the Oculus Store and PlayStation VR. Well, especially since it one of the things that it says it offers is optimization for the Oculus Rift S. You know, <laughs> not that that's not great that you could play it on Steam. It's just a little bizarre. Um, the whole thing is a little bizarre anyway. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, it tells me one thing, the the fact that they're only packaging the upgrade, you have to own all five of them to get the deluxe or buy the deluxe tells me that, you know, maybe they didn't sell as many copies of the latter uh, episodes. Maybe people played the first one or two and said, ah, I don't really like it or whatever. I don't know. They just didn't buy all of them. So now they're just offering that version as the upgrade you know you can only get it as one you know you can't buy one episode one and get the upgraded version i got to get all five uh, it's just bizarre to me in that respect now, as well now that that is a perspective that i had not considered you know i was trying to think why would they do it like this and what we're talking about here is uh you know, we wondered aloud when we talked about this on the Monday show a couple of weeks ago, we wondered if they were going to actually try to make people who already bought this game pay for it again. Well, no, they're not going to do that, but they're not exactly just going to give you a free upgrade either. They're not just going to update your existing copy. What you have to do, if you want to update your existing version of the exorcist to the new deluxe edition you have to take screenshots of each individual receipt from each episode and email them to this special email steam underscore deluxe at funtrainvr.com and then within 10 days they're going to send you a key for this deluxe edition now i find that absolutely baffling to me why wouldn't they just patch this in roots i don't know and why do i need to take five different individual pictures and email them and wait almost two weeks to get the key you know if anything why not that just allow since it's only steam just make it a thing where you know it just automatically unlocks don't make me prove it i don't know man that's just so bizarre everything about it and uh I don't like it, and I'm not going to get my deluxe key, but I don't own all five anyway, so I'm not going to. Well, so. I, I think it's interesting that you say that, because I think you're right. It does seem like the reason why they're doing this is because there were probably a lot of people who bought the early episodes but didn't finish the series. Now, by doing it this way and making people uh, only giving the upgrade to people who bought all of the original episodes 
it forces people who want to experience the upgraded version to buy the whole thing. Now, the ironic thing about that is they're the ones who decided to release this thing in episodes to begin with. The VR community, if you'll remember, weren't too happy with having to pay, you know, five to seven dollars per episode to get this thing when they were short episodes and we wanted the whole thing at once anyway. If they had just released it all together as a single game before, everybody would have been happy. They would have been able to get the price that they wanted for their game. But now it seems like since they made the mistake of, of releasing it in episodes, now people are being penalized for it. And uh, yeah, I agree. I don't like it either. And people are, they're banking on the fact that people are lazy, you know, like, the fact once you said take five individual pictures and email them you i'm already tuning out you know um i would be more inclined say i own two episodes i might even say you know what if i really wanted to play the entire series upgraded and i believed it was that much maybe the reviews come out and it's really good i might just pay 25 bucks again and just say fuck it you know because i'd it, my time is worth $10 to me, you know, and it, it seems like a simple thing. Take some things and pictures and send it, but uh, um, it's just a lot of people think that way, right? Or they just won't do it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I, I will say this. I did play through this entire game. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very good, and if it's upgraded and improved, I'd like to play through it again. But uh, I'm not going to buy it. Um, maybe I'll request a uh, a review key and review it or something. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to. Uh, Let me ask you this: pay. Did you would were the later episodes better than the first couple, or did the were the first ones a little bit slower, or that would have made people it, not buy it, or? Uh, people had problems. I. I People went on PlayStation, which really isn't relevant here because this is Steam. I don't know about Steam. They may have had the same problems on Steam. People didn't like the movement mm. on PlayStation. They said it was too slow, too restrictive, and it may be the same way on Steam. I didn't think it was that bad. I It was a little bit slow, but uh, by the time I played it, which wasn't that long ago, uh, I thought it was fine. So mm. I don't know. Uh it's kind of hard for me to remember how it was from start compared to the end because I played them all during the same week and it's just kind of all one big memory to me, you know, um, but uh, it's a very good, very frightening game, especially if this demonic stuff frightens you the way it does me. Uh, definitely makes you feel uneasy when you're going through these uh, tombs and things and, uh, and all this supernatural evil stuff's happening around you. Um, I thought it was a good-looking game. That that it really surprised me that they're doing visual upgrades to it because it really looked very good. So yeah, I'm kind of curious to see the reviews. Yeah, me too. I'm curious to do one. So maybe I'll send an email Monday morning to uh, Mr. Fun Train and say, "Hey, Bucko." You're trying to charge us again for the same game? I ain't having it. Halloween. Give me my key. Perfect time. And I'm not going to... You want a screenshot? Here's your screenshot, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that, that may or may not get the key, but, you know, I'm pretty sure that 
that solidifies not getting the key so don't send that clip to him uh but uh but no that would be uh this is the perfect time it's halloween time and uh would be a perfect time to play slash review it you know it's there couldn't be a worse time to play slash uh, well because i want to play asgard's wrath every day 24 7 yeah yeah i need to get back in there and fight that damn guy and beat him this time we said we wrap this show up so we can go do yeah that. let's do it let's do it all right so uh only one more thing i want to talk about here and this is a game that's it's new to me uh a game that i never heard of before but until this past week and this game is entitled de leon legends uh this is a new vr pirate themed open world adventure title and it is now up on kickstarter it's in development by digital wizards entertainment and has been in development for the past year and a half uh roots you know we talked quite a bit about battlewake here in recent weeks and uh, your whole deal was uh it's okay but really what i want is see a thieves in vr and battlewake just isn't that now I've never played Sea of Thieves. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know anything about it. But what I can say, to me, this looks better than Battlewake. This looks more uh, like a more diverse uh, gameplay experience than what you get battling on the open seas in Battlewake. What did you think about this footage? What did you think about what these people are offering uh in a game ah so far it looks good i mean it looks uh way more um i mean just the fact that you're off off the ship and you're on the ground and you're fighting skeletons um it looks good i'm hoping it's got uh quests and i mean one of the things that's good about sea of thieves is it's just like any other amazing triple a game it's just got a lot of things to go back into quests and and things to upgrade and and um and just content i mean granted a lot of people don't get sea of thieves because you create your own content with what you're doing with your crew and stuff but uh no i think this looks 10 times better than battle wake and it's not that battle wake wasn't good for what it was it just uh i, I want to get off the ship i want to be a pirate i don't want to be a a pirate ship guy you know what i don't you know what i mean can you imagine going your whole life as a pirate and you never leave the ship i mean that's it's very depressing but uh no the graphics look really good and i'm actually kind of considering doing uh, the kickstarter just to help the devs uh get this done you know yeah well what what they're like i said this has been in development already for a year and a half what they are uh claiming to uh be running the kickstarter for is um they are seeking to expand the scope and possibilities of gameplay which means larger worlds more things to do and more ways to do them they're promising a realistic open world freedom of action a compelling story many quests amazing action scenes and travel between the islands using boats or large ships does that sound a little closer to your original vision for a vr pirate game. yeah it sounds exactly what i would want so yeah i mean it sounds like the kickstarter is exactly what they need to get to that 
um point and it already looks cool so um i would say i you know i'm I am going to check into it and uh probably do this just to get the game that you know we we always say we want this we want that but sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, elbow grease from us which is our wallets you know okay well the good thing about this is is they were making this game before and i think even if the kickstarter fails they're going to keep making this game now that said uh, i checked it right before we uh started recording here uh the goal is twenty thousand. okay they've already got 1800 there's 34 days left in the campaign um here's what concerns me the base tier uh, for this kickstarter is 35 dollars Wow. So if, if you want to get a copy of the game, and this is not an early copy of the game. This is a copy when it releases in uh, Q1 next year, it says here, uh, 35 bucks. Now, if you want an early copy, uh, which, by the way, means December, you get early access in December, um, $65. So another 30 on top of that wow. to get early access. Now... That said, they're running an early bird special uh, to get the early access in December. Uh, right now, you can get it for $58. Now, that said, there's only 300 of these early bird specials total. And as of the time that I wrote this uh, show out, 13 left. So wow. they're almost gone. They're they gone. might already be gone. They're gone. If this is... Yeah, if this is something that interests you, jump on it, buddy, because they're they're pretty much gone already. Yeah, um, I'm only hearing about this now, dude. You just let my early bird float out the window. <laughs> no, I wouldn't yeah. have got it right now. But uh, you know, is that so? That means if I have sixty-five dollars, I'm out anyway. There's only that many spots, or there's only that many for fifty-eight. I guess yeah. So I could still get it for sixty-five then, right? Right. 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 You're you're basically running out of time to save that extra seven dollars. Which may not seem like much, but when you're dropping sixty on a, a indie VR game anyway. Right. You know, I thought thirty I thought thirty five was a little little much to ask, you know. Thirty five you know, sixty bucks in lo fi, you'll be a king. He'll put you all in that game, dude. You'll be everywhere for sixty bucks. Uh and uh I think it's a little steep, even though I do agree that this is a a cool looking game if it turns out to be uh, what they what they're saying you know i could be wrong because i didn't write this down but it seems to me like when i was reading up on this uh that this developer's in colorado springs oh really wow yeah. <laughs> what are the odds so, right uh, maybe i maybe i can get get a free copy just for being a neighbor you know down the street yeah but go so, knock on their door, man. Yeah. It's uh, Digital Wizards Entertainment. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe I will go. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up after we get off here and just uh, just to be certain because it didn't dawn on me at the time. Oh, wait a minute. That's where Roots is at. Hmm. But uh, I'm pretty sure I did read that. That would be interesting to walk into their office and be like, hey, what's up? I, <laughs> you know, here's my car. Yeah, well, yeah, you could probably get the scoop, man, and do it like a an exclusive piece on this game i mean yeah i'm here we're legit vr media and you're local so yeah true well, yeah. hey you never know it'd be we're sending an email over 
if you're legit interested in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just interested in the fact that uh, they're here, local, and this game, I could get it. I, I want it now. Maybe they'll give me a copy today, but maybe yeah, not. Maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe if you uh, pull a gun on them, they'll... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah no. that's how we do things here in kentucky we don't do that in colorado <laughs> no not in colorado springs it's it's nice and peaceful here so all right folks so uh that's going to wrap our new segment and bring us into everybody's favorite part of the show where we preview the upcoming week of content here on the virtual strangers channel now first of all let me preface this by saying that I am going out of town this weekend. And what that's going to do, in effect, is going to shorten our recording week, which means something has to give. If we're going to put out all this content, we got to move some things around. we gotta, uh, we got to make things fit where they don't. So what we decided to do, just to make things a little bit easier, uh, we're only going to run one review discussion this week instead of doing two like we normally do and i feel like if we do just the one review discussion that that's going to allow us just enough space to maneuver in uh everything else that we normally would be doing so there's still going to be virtual strangers 30 next week now that said virtual strangers 30 next week we'll uh we'll be recording it some three days earlier than we normally record so we may be missing some news that happens at the end of this week uh, we may even release it early we really haven't talked about it but if it seems like uh, we're sitting on the uh, the news too long we may even release it on Saturday instead of Sunday but um, virtual strangers 30 will be happening uh, the Monday show tomorrow will be happening and uh, we're only going to do one uh, review discussion this week. So what are we going to talk about on the Monday show tomorrow? Well, we are going to talk about some games like we always do. We're going to talk about Into the Radius, which is a game that is in development. We've got access to a beta copy of this game and uh, we're going to be checking it out, giving you all our first impressions of Into the Radius. Now, after that, Roots picked up a game this past week that he really wanted to try out, and I think I'm going to do the same. Roots, what do you want to talk about on the Monday show? Oh, I picked this up a couple weeks ago, and I haven't even tried it yet, but uh, I think it's perfect timing uh, this time of year being Halloween. It looks creepy, and um, it's actually got pretty good reviews, so uh, I decided to uh, talk about Hell Split Arena. And uh, it looks actually really polished, really uh, the mechanics. Everything about it looks amazing. And I, I like I said, I, everything on in Halloween, I think, should be uh, should be creepy. And, and, you know, even Asgard's Wrath, I should be seeing uh, creepy skeletons and stuff. But I haven't yet. So I guess there is some yeah. of the zombies, right? So Yeah, this, uh, this game looks cool. I mean, uh, graphically, like the production values look really good. Uh, just another one of these, you know, it seems like every week now we're getting some beautiful looking game, even, even though some of them don't play all that great. Uh, we can definitely see these guys, uh, are, uh, are getting better at making these games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, uh, just the scope of, 
different types of games you know like it's just um it's really cool it's refreshing you know to be getting away from the uh typical everything's a wave shooter everything's you know all these genres um even though this is you know an arena arena type of game it's just different and looks cool yeah i agree very 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 polished looking game and uh looking forward to checking it out and reporting back to you fine folks on the monday show uh tomorrow so tune in for that now our weekly topic for the monday show is going to be an interesting one i believe this week and i alluded to it earlier in today's program uh vr 2.0 this is an interesting um concept here because if you ask most vr gamers have we come to the next generation in vr gaming yet most of them are going to tell you no that uh, this is vr 1.5 it's the halfway point, but the further, I mean, even I would have even told you this, you know, as recently as a couple of months ago, but the more I think about it and the further along we get into this, I'm not so sure that this isn't a full generation of advancement here. The, uh, the hardware, the software, the big picture, when you look at everything together, now, as compared to a year ago, uh, it's a pretty big leap. Is it enough to call it a generation leap? Well, that's going to be the gist of our conversation tomorrow on the Monday show. Tune in and, uh, and let us know what you think after you hear what we have to say about it. And then uh, that's going to wrap the Monday show now. Uh, as I mentioned just a moment ago, we're going to do one review discussion this week. We're going to stay true to the October theme, and we're going to talk about Face Your Fears number two. This is a game that released recently with the uh, release of the Oculus Quest. I have yet to try it out, although I do uh, look forward to it. It's just another one of the many in the pile of shame. So looking forward to checking this one out and uh, talking about it later this week. All right, with that said, I think that's going to wrap up our show. What did you think? Be sure to leave a comment down below. And if you've liked what you've seen here, click the like button. And if you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell to stay up with all of our nearly daily content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. With that said, we'd like to thank you, friends, for watching. And for Roots, I'm Wes. Bye-bye. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Right, take it easy.